Hi, and welcome to Soulful. Today's show needs a disclaimer. So, the information contained herein is provided as entertainment, reflects our own amateur opinions and understanding of the issue and topics discussed. Visitors to the Soulful YouTube page may post views and opinions and or responses to the questions and opinions expressed submitted by the creators and users of YouTube other than the content provided by Soulful are the views, opinions, and responses of the person who submit them and does not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Soulful. Let's do this, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Soulful. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. <laughs> My name is Kim. I'm Janet. I'm Chloe, y'all. Hey, y'all. I am Dandy. That that intro was lit. Hey. <laughs> I like that song. So, today we have Miss Danny McLean with us. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you did. Okay. And she will be talking about being blinded by the D. You can assume what that means <laughs> but first we're going to discuss what we're working on so janet what did you work on today besides the d oh i'm sorry okay oh we're talking about work 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 okay so today i worked on um i was in a training session with one of my clients on how to use mailchimp mm. um so i did that today in addition to I'm planning an upcoming event. We have a back to school bash uh, for our church community. So that is upcoming. And then helping my other clients, since we're not with the campaign manager right now, creating the volunteer forms and things for her campaign. And then preparing myself for a potential discovery call this week. Yay. How about yeah. you, Tara? Okay, guys. So um, I had a wonderful morning. Um, a new client we did an event for. It was an elevated black something. So it was a whole bunch of black vendors and it's a lot of blackness and more blackness and more blackness and <laughs> educated blackness. And I really enjoyed it. So I had a wonderful event this morning. GoBlackInc.com. GoBlackInc.com. What about you, sis? Nakia didn't do a thing all day. She, Ooh, okay. she, fed her face. she fed her face. I got my alpha cobbler. Yeah. I gave me some butter okay. cream. And I took a class um, on Facebook ads, but other than that, I do nothing. Um, excuse me, excuse That's me. Uh, in conjunction, is that the right word? Yes. In conjunction <laughs> with the topic, did somebody go in there and mess with their husband? Because of course of, I did. Okay. Was on my nerves and I just wanted to pick. Yes, I did. That, that, I went in there and I kicked him. And told she, she was blinded by the D. Okay. <laughs> That's what we're working on. All right, Danny, what are you working on? Y'all are cracking me up. <laughs> First of all, Nikia, I'm not mad at you, baby. That pe that cobbler, that good old ice cream, we all deserve a day to chill. But today I did a lot of chilling too. I ain't even finna lie. I did a lot of chilling, caught up on some of my junk TV, but I did work on my business plan a little bit. Um, and just prep myself for tonight because I was super excited. Couldn't wait to get here. 
Very nice. Yeah, yeah. So, you guys, we've already introduced Miss Danny McLean, but Miss Danny McLean is an eccentric lover of God, a mama of two beautiful, brilliant, creative children, Arlen and Heaven. She's an author of Blinded by the D, an educator and unorthodox preacher of the God's word that speaks through the life she lives, a life that is completely imperfect, with all kinds of mess ups, mistakes, bad decisions, gracious triumphs, loads of rebuilding and resetting. She's also the scout leader of the Cookie Cleanse, who consistently challenges herself to never quit and continue to press toward the mark of the higher calling of God. Come so on, let's Danny. welcome Miss Danny. <laughs> See, I told y'all Christians do like never mind. Okay. Go ahead and finish your sentence because Christians do like the D. Let it's, us not sit up here I, and like I don't know why they think us Christians don't be wanting man. Let's see. You better watch out for me. Well, baby, I'm taken. So you I love but. every bit of all of this. Jenny, you are my favorite. Um <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's the truth. And the problem is we don't talk about it enough with the younger girls. Mm-hmm. So it's like taboo. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we need to have conversation about it. I'm not going to go too far, but if you really look at what intercourse is, it's more spiritual than anything. And well, if you I, talk to them about that, it's a problem. It becomes a problem. And I know for me, I think how I've gotten so free with it is because I'm come from Caribbean background. So, you know, Jamaicans, you know, they like to do it and they want to talk about your butt and stuff like that, but they don't want you to be knowing that you need to be. So, anyway, so when I left home, well, kind of, I'm sorry, mom, but anyway, uh, prior to leaving home, but when I left home for college, man, that exploration, I, I was Christopher Columbus. I thought I found America quite a few times. Please, come on. Yes, child. Yes. So that's, that's what you do. It's natural for our girls, our you know, I mean, our kids to go and explore and have that moment. But I just feel like if we talk about it more, I, we all love. I, I don't know if we all love God. I shouldn't say that. But those who love the Lord, like we really need to be honest mm-hmm. about life, about what's happening in the world. Like it just makes more sense, and we won't be blinded if we go ahead and have the conversation. It won't be so difficult. I'm not saying it will. It's like a, oh, you will never get blinded. It will never happen to you. I'm not saying that because to be quite honest, in the middle of writing this, I was being blinded, and God was literally talking to me. Like God was. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. God was talking to me in this moment, and I sat and I wrote everything down, and I thought, oh, this is going to be so good. This is going to help somebody. And God was literally giving me a manuscript for me. Like, girl, if you don't open your eyes, this man ain't who you think he is. And yeah, it didn't hit me until I finished. I published it. I put it out. It didn't hit me till last year, late last year, that that thing was happening. But God constantly brought this to my attention. So this is a work of God. Like, don't get it twisted. It, and, it is. And sometimes we get blinded because we allow life and other things to play its part in it. So, you know, when you when you start dating someone, right, the fun and the jovialness and the excitement yes. of going out and, you know, sometimes you you forget to ask those necessary questions because date one was so good, then uh-huh. date two was so good, then, you know, date three date is even was more so than, good. Yeah, oh, if you did it on date one, two, or three, yeah, or, or, or I mean, hey, it, it happens, 
or yeah. you know or if you waited until two three months in but yeah. it's just the way the dates went and the necessary questions were not asked or you saw the signs and you ignored them i mean plaster clear as day act like you didn't see nothing and Clearly. those things do happen so you're yes. right it does yes. need to be more open conversation yes. when it comes to dating or <clears throat> any kind of relationship as a, yeah. as a matter of fact when you think about it because even in a work relationship you need to make sure we are virtual professionals and we yeah. need to make sure that our client understands our working hours yeah. our parameters Boundary. we still have families we're not available to you 24 hours etc cetera, etc cetera. So no yeah. matter what the relationship, there still needs to be effective communication. Yes. So you won't be blinded. Yeah. That's where it but when you when you stop at that place of happiness and the joy and the excitement of the relationship being so new and oh wow, you are so different from this other person and this is exactly what I want. If you stop right there, it is very, very dangerous to not ask the questions. But sometimes we don't want to ask the questions because we don't want to know because we're having so much fun. It's just like, let's keep doing this. Let's stay right here in this happy place. And it's just all, all a lie. We were talking about dating in the black community, um, a friend of mine and myself, and we don't really date. Black people, some black people, we go out maybe one time and when after we have sex, you my man, we go together. Like we are item, we are a couple. And that to me stunts um the possibility of even asking more questions because i done already made you my man like we in relationship now so this is what it is so i feel like talk more about dating that's a d talk more about dating with our young women young men um and date ourselves like talk do the dating like actually let somebody court you like i posted the other day sis close your legs and let him court you sometimes we, we go too hard too fast like let that man have a conversation with you let him take you on dates later for the d like put that down for a second it's all good give him an opportunity to show you who he is and then you can move from there but we don't make we don't date intentionally we mm -hmm. kind of just want to hang out and that's for me at this point in my life i'm not i'm not just hanging out with anybody else clearly just last year i was blinded by the d so i'm i ain't out here about the. i'm not hanging out we ain't doing that. Everything is intentional from this point on. So I think it's important. Um, love the Lord. It's scriptures all throughout this book. Like when you get to the D, it really talks about the armor of God and how you have to protect your heart. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that that belt of truth, like before you drop your jaws, you get into that truth before you go there. So honestly, it is talking about the D, but also implementing practical or intimate or or implementing the word the bible scriptures practically so it's like oh well yeah okay that makes sense to me but it has to be talked about we got to sit down and have these conversations which is why i'm happy i'm here because i get to have the conversation yeah we have and, and you need to be honest with yourself i think too yeah. many of us women yes i did say and even you successful red bottoms all that kind of woman you definitely Talk need to it. be truly honest with yourself i don't think we as women have ever been honest with because <clears throat> even if you go back to our foremothers yeah you know they and and i make this joke about it all the time 
many, many of them, did you see how they had their kids and they knew that their husband could be fooling the down the block with Aunt Barbara. But when Barbara came over, she was aunt to you, even though we knew I like Barbara, but she was aunt to you. And in that honesty, those women sometimes had eight, nine, ten children and, yeah. and even took care of the other children, but they weren't honest with themselves because of the image that we were taught in our younger years. Now we've come all this way, and now we're taught to be so independent that we act like we don't need a man, that we want to refer to a toy or et cetera. And so now we're not being honest with ourselves because we do need a man for more than one thing. And so we, we haven't been truly honest with ourselves in any era of capacity when it came to us being a woman. So yeah. that we need to start, and the first, and the first thing, the what is the first couple chapters about in the Bible about honesty? Now, didn't I tell you don't eat that fruit? So why are you gonna lie to me and tell? Me? So, so, and so honesty, right. so honesty is the first thing that we're taught, but we still yeah. don't honor it, and we don't protect ourselves with it. Yeah, that's why I was. I love the fact that you said like we're not honest with. Well, you gave the example, baby, about these daggone men with Auntie Barbara and them, but they would have a whole family across town, an entire family. But life isn't like that anymore. And I do feel the independence is cool, but you do have to take a moment and understand that your life vitality, right? It depends on being with somebody else. God did not create us to be alone. So you do need a partner. I don't know what kind of partner you choosing, whether it be male or female, but we do need men, right? And they, yeah, the deal be good, but we were created to build and we need somebody to build with. And there's no better person to build with than the person that you marry. Like marriage, the union of marriage is not just to please the two of you. It is to build the kingdom of God from what I believe. This is my own personal belief. is to build the kingdom of God and to forward the mission of what we're supposed to do in the earth. So, you got to realize it's cool to be independent. Sell your books. Do your thing virtually. Get your money. Stack your money. Invest your money. Buy real estate. Do the whole thing. But don't ever feel like you got it going on to the point where you do not need a man. Toys get played out so quick, so early. And I really refuse to use them because <laughs> I'm celibate now, but I do refuse to use them because I don't want to get accustomed to that, baby. I like the real thing. So the earlier we can get honest with ourselves, I agree with you, Janet, 100%. The earlier we can get honest with ourselves about what it is that, first of all, get to know your damn self. This is in the book as well. Take a moment and do some, some thought training and figure out what's on your mind the most. Clean that up. This was also in the cookie cleanse. But clean your thought life up. Spend some time with yourself. Understand and develop like who I am, what I like. So when you are looking to date somebody, you come to the table, you, you a whole woman out here. You know what I mean? You know you want a husband. You realize what you like and what you don't like. You know how to take him on a date. You know what I'm saying? Your expectations aren't so movie-like. Like, get your head out the cloud. And be honest. I agree with you 100%. I feel like the fairy tales that we've been given as little girls, um, the knight in shining armor, um, this prince that's going to come whisk, um, whisk us off of our feet. I feel like we are doing a major disservice 
to our girls when we feed them those fantasies. Mm -hmm. um, that's a problem. And I feel like if, we, if we're if we honest with them and honest with ourselves, we can kind of remove that narrative and let them know it's just a movie. You know, I, this man may not sweep you off your feet and that's okay. But don't walk around thinking that that is what it's supposed to be. You get your feelings hurt. And again, that's where I lived at. I'm only saying this because I know. This is where I lived at. I am, I am a hopeless romantic. Honey, I love love. So when this dude rode up on me doing things that I saw in the movie, you know what I mean? He showed and proved those things. I was like, oh, this is it. This is exactly what I want to do. But all along, you know, I was being fed a lie. But I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention to the red flags because they was all over the place. They was popping up like popcorn, but I would ignore them because I was enjoying the fairy tale, which actually was a lie. So I can only say it because I was living it. I was in it and I was in it to win it, but it wasn't for me. It definitely wasn't for me. But like I said, I agree. Be honest with yourself. Spend some time with yourself. Put down a vibrator. Put away social media. You do need a man. Your life vitality your life force like you you require that in this earth so you ain't your red bottoms is nice baby and that louis vuitton bag love that too it's wonderful but don't ever feel like you don't need a man let's not talk about how good the d feel you know what i mean <laughs> i don't want no i want Ooh, no way Baby, Ooh, I need oh, all of the and the throbbing and the sweat. I don't want no sweat. But you know the grabbing and the hustle. I don't want no sweat. I'm sorry. Baby, I don't want no sweat. I don't want, I don't want no sweat. I don't want to be good like. Good sweat. A good Sometimes sweat. Sometimes a good sweat is just. Okay, never mind. It's I like mean, icing on the cake. On back or something like that. You sweating back there and you kind of wiped it before you get to the front of me that's cool yeah. i like it i love it and the, and the, the other thing sometimes i think we forget to think about is that our bodies do crave do have certain cravings and things that we need that we ourselves can't sometimes physically take care of so yeah. you do need a man to compliment you to take care of those additional needs because we were we we were created as a companion you know yeah. what does the good book say that he took adam's ribs and he made his eve and you know that they i there used to be a guy um well a guy but yeah him he was like so are you are you my are you my eve because you're my rib you know yes. so and that was catchy and funny in my younger years but when I thought about it in my older years, it is a, a a phenomenal thing because when you think about it, that's a deep connection. You imagine if you finally meet that person. I mean, you know, sometimes our relationships are to be worked upon. Relationships yes. are not an easy thing. It's not yes. like you click your heads like Dorothy yes. and he is your knight in shaman armor. You go to. through some struggles being married. But yes. the struggles are rewarding and not even married, even in the dating game. Sometimes as long as you date a person, depending upon you and his preference on, you know, what is going to be your timeline of dating yeah. and marriage. Sometimes you both go through some challenges. Death uh -huh. can bring on a challenge and a loss of job. You know, if you have outside children and how to bring them into the different yeah. things can be a challenge in a relationship and you have to be able to go through those and overcome them 
I think one of the things that we have gotten short on is trying to overcome things. We want things mm. now, now we've seen too much of the social media where everybody's yeah. this happy life. And, and, and truly we have also seen on the social media that many people who we thought had a happy and wonderful life are unhappy, unhappy to the, you know, to the unhappy status of sometimes suicide. So you really have to be conscious of what are you blinded about? You know, it, I used to always take myself out on dates. Actually, I had the yes. best time when I went out by myself. I enjoy being by myself. Yes. Because it also gives you thought time. If, if you know, I like to sit by the window and people watch. So, or if I'm not by the window, I'm by the bar. One of the two. I'm, in my well, heck, I, I mean, I am a Christian, but I still drink. But girl, I could put down a, I could put down a bottle of Hennessy like nothing, like it, like it's tea. Like that's tea. why I told you, me and you tea. <laughs> so anyway, but you know, so even if I wasn't um at the window, I was at the bar, and I'm okay because I do talk to myself, and yes, I answer myself back, and I'm fine with that. But sometimes it was a thought process. Sometimes I took myself out to dinner, and I. Yes. Just wanted to see and watch and think. And sometimes I took my journal book with me. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes I don't know nothing about football, but I like the excitement and the camaraderie. The energy, yeah. Yeah, so sometimes I would go to the bar. I don't know nothing about, I, all I see is butts and numbers and hubbub. <laughs> but I would go and sit there and, you know, sometimes it would bring up striking conversation that would lead yeah. to other conversation that we'd yeah. end up talking about life or something. And I have met a few guys who are truly my friends from those one-time encounters. Nothing happened, but we were able to enjoy each other's company, have good conversation. So you really, truly have to get to know yourself and what you want. I agree. I, I, when you said um, sometimes it's a thought process, there is a section in the book that talks about kind of like emptying out your mind, um, like a diet, a thought diet. So... The same way you will go see um, your doctor or a nutritionist to talk about your, you know, what am I eating? I'm trying to lose weight. And they will tell you to make a journal. What is it that you're eating every day? So I put that same, um, I don't know what you want to call it. I use that same concept or template. Yeah, I use that same template and put it towards your thoughts. So if you take, if you take a week or two and just start to record your thoughts, you will find out like what's on my mind the heaviest. And then you need to figure out, mm, is this something I really need to give my focus and my attention to? And this is a part of emptying out this old thought process so that you can break up the patterns that you've created in your life that sometimes we don't even realize that we, we do things over and over and over again. And to my point, I watched Cindy Trim. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Cindy Trim, but I watched Cindy Trim on YouTube and she has this series out called The Art of Thinking. And she was, <laughs> her comment was, um, most of the time we are just rearranging our ignorance in our mind. Mm. We are sometimes, or most of the times, thinking other people's thoughts. And it's not other people, it's like the images that we see, the social media that we're going, you know, I mean, the social media that we're, you know, um, scrolling through on a daily basis, the music that we heard, we are literally just ingesting all of this and, it, and we think it's our thoughts, but they're really not. And so you really don't know who you are at the core of you. 
and it's important and i'm really working on this y'all um, i mean pray for me because i'm really working on watching my thinking because your thinking does manifest <laughs> into material and so i'm watching my thinking and i felt like putting it in the book will help you break the pattern this is all about making this particular d is about making decisions and when we got to sit down and make a decision because we don't like something that's happening in our lives we don't like the way our finances are or we don't like that every summer it seems like we can't take a good vacation well you need to sit down and figure out where, where's your money going but what's on your mind because what's on your mind continues to go on and on and on and you keep reacting the same way over and over causing the same outcome so again this was about decision making and breaking these patterns so that you can have a better successful life or the life you you know imagine and picture for yourself and that's just where i'm at um i just read my book again the other day and i was like yo there's some good shit in here like oh my god <laughs> like god you was really speaking like you was really like talking to me and i i just bumped it as oh this is gonna be good for everybody else and it was for me. So now at this point, I'm just sharing. But I'm really working on the thoughts, you know, the things that I'm thinking about and changing my life, which happened after divorce. <laughs> so what made you write the book to begin with? I was, and this is no lie, I'm, I promise y'all, I was sitting in my mom's living room on the couch. Um, and God just gave me this huge download about the D. And so I pulled my phone out and I started you know, like just typing everything that I was hearing. And I'm like, oh my God, like, oh, this is good. This is this good. This is good. But I didn't realize, like I say, I didn't realize God was talking to me about the D I was currently in it with. And he was like, I need you to get out of this. This is really not where you're supposed to be. Now, mind you, I'm still processing my divorce. Um, and I'm still in a place where I need to learn to make decisions for myself to break these patterns because I don't want to live this life that I've been living. Um, I start the book out talking about the cycle that we live. Um, if you have a husband and kids, you know what I'm talking about. The cycle, which is you wake up in the morning, you get everybody situated, get everybody off wherever they have to go. You go to work, you come home and you repeat that cycle. It's on rinse and repeat over and over again. I was tired of living like that. There were other things going on as well, but I was tired of living like that. So I said, hey. Let me reset my life. Let me let me do a real quick control alt delete and try this thing again because this is not where I pictured my life to be. So in the midst of me trying to figure these things out, I meet a dude, but then God is like, this is not it. And so all of these things came together to be blinded by the deed, decision making, divorce, and dick. And I was experiencing all of this at the same time. And I'm still experiencing. It. That's why I said pray for me because I, I'm still working on breaking bad patterns and breaking up with thoughts that don't serve me. Like I'm literally still walking through this valley, and I'm sharing it because I feel like, hey, I feel we all could benefit from it. But the book is short and sweet so that I can have a conversation because I want to have girlfriends and we have this conversation and end up with some kind of resolution. Like, you know what? I've been there and this is how I work through it or you'll be okay. You'll get to the other side. Um, but just to create a conversation around it, because I feel like in this, where we are right now in the world with COVID and all of these changes, the whole world is on a reset. If you ask me, mm -hmm so many changes happening we got to get a hold of our personal stuff 
so that when when the shit go down <laughs> we're okay and some would say it's already going down but i feel like there's some more stuff coming down the line mm-hmm. that we need to prepare for and so i feel like this is my this is my manuscript for sure so that i can get my myself in a better situation my family in a better situation um and then ultimately you know again just share so that we all can get over to the other side in one piece with a peace of mind on top of that so yeah this happened because god was talking to me and i just was like oh wow this is going to be so great wow wow and how 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 much in on a Richter scale of one to a hundred more or less, how much do you think the the past affects your D, whether it's decision or that other D? Um if you allow your past, if you if you're a person who really depends on that past experience, uh it can mess you up or it can help you. So on a Richter scale, I was, it depends on the person. It's hard to say it depends on the person, but for me personally, I'm trying to clean up my thought life and I'm trying to clean up that stuff that was in the past that didn't serve me or the things that actually brought me some understanding. And I'm like, okay, well, won't be doing that again. Um, for me on a Richter scale, I guess I'm gonna put myself at like a 75, 65, mm. 75, somewhere in there, but you gotta be careful because some things that happened in the past, again can serve you in in a positive manner you know what i mean like don't touch the stove it's hot you know it's hot because you touched it mm-hmm. so that experience can help you make better decisions in the future but some of the past stuff was fraudulent you feel me like the dude i was dealing with he was a fraud you know what i mean and if i continue to think like that and apply that to other guys that i meet i'll never i'll never get nowhere mm-hmm. so it's twofold you can you got to think about it. You got to assess it. Like, all right, is it was it really that bad that you don't want to try again? Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. be stuck. I talk about being stuck. Like, we got to get unstuck. You can get stuck in one place in your life and never, ever go any higher because you are basing what you're, you're, you're living based off of your past experiences that may not have been so good. But you still got to take the risk. You still got to try. And so some things aren't, don't use your past experiences to judge this new situation. Um, even in my business. So like we share, I shared earlier, you guys have a cup, a mug on your website called uh, Genius. And I have a school called Genius Lab. And so I've been working on this school for the past three years. And my past experiences dealing with contractors and all of these kinds of things it's been sour. It's been really, really mm. sour. And I could allow that past experience to just keep me right where I'm at. But because I know it's my life's calling and I'm just in this place and I'm like, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. So whatever this path look like, well, let's go ahead and walk it out then. I know what happened before, mm. but I don't believe it will happen again. And if it does, it's okay. I'm going to keep going past that point. But yeah, you, you, you got to assess it. You got to figure out, is this something that's helping me or is it hindering me? Is it making me stay in the same place? We are so talented, like as black women, like uh, real talk. We are the whole package. You hear what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We got it going on. But sometimes we got to pump ourselves up to get the job done. <laughs> and then some of us don't do the pumping and we just stay stuck. And we just mm-hmm. watching everybody 
do their thing and open their business and launch their cafes and publish their books. And we just looking like, well, dang, I do want to do it. But what had happened in the past was I don't want to experience that pain no more. I don't want to experience that hurt anymore. We got to get over it because we really have a lot to offer. I was watching um Ball Main Bet. Ball Main, yeah, Ball Main on Netflix. Uh, the Wonder Boy, and he is a fashion designer mm-hmm. in France. A young, young, young black man. His mom gave him up at a very young age. She was fifteen when she had him, and he is Ethiopian and Somalian. But his parents who adopted him are white. And this, I mean, I was I was in tears the whole time watching this because I'm like, I just want him to find. I want to hug him myself because <laughs> really trying to find his place. You know what I mean? Like he was really trying to get an anchor. And he um, went through this process trying to find his, trying to find his mom. Um, and at the end of it, he said, I'm going to just stop looking. I'm, I'm going to stop. Because they found a woman who could have been his mom. And he could have sent a letter to her. Um, um, but he said, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to keep going. I hope she sees the film. And I was like, that's what we do. We stop. For him, it was a good decision to stop because he didn't want to be emotionally tied to it anymore. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to just be done with the whole situation. Um, but it doesn't take away from that thing on the inside that's probably still eating at him. Mm-hmm. And we got to get over that. It's some stuff we just going to have to get over. We're going to have to pack it up, throw it away. First of all, don't take it to the next place. Pack it mm-hmm. up, get rid of it, and get over it we have got to do this work for for the kids that's watching us because mm-hmm. it's kids watching and they watch hard my daughter's 10 my son is seven he'll be 17. um mm-hmm. and one of the best things my son said to me was mommy i remember uh when you showed me your vision board and you had on there that you were an author and now i see your book so now i know like i really can do what mm-hmm. i want to do and that was me. that's Thank amazing you. right so we have to like, we got to keep going, y'all. We got to keep trucking. Like, this is something that we have to do until we take our last breath. Is it easy? Mm. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. This is a day-to-day work. That's what I thought. When Nakia was like, I sat at the house, honey, had me some ice cream and cobbler. Because sometimes it just be like that. <laughs> I think I had two or three beers. Like, I, hey, sometimes it's just like that. But we got to keep going. And that's just my determination. I talk about my kids in here a little bit and just how I was an imposter mom, constantly expecting them to reach this place of this academic excellence. And I want you to do this. And I need grades that are straight A's. And I need you to be on the basketball team and a cheer team and a this and a that. When I was sitting back doing basically nothing, just kind of going to work and coming home. Wow. Yeah. So I said, listen, this imposter mom stuff is terrible. up the most i'm telling my kids i want them here but i'm operating here so i said this ends today i will go to my grave completely and totally empty whatever god called me here to do it's gonna happen which is why i said to you this was such a great reminder when i saw the mug the zone of genius i was like oh my god i gotta keep going and so that's what we get when we keep traveling the path when we keep walking through the valley of the shadow of death when we keep walking this you get reminders and it's a beautiful one too because you ladies are beautiful you know what i mean your energy is good like y'all y'all good black women 
And so when I saw the mug, straight up reminder, God is like, keep going. This thing is going to work. Just keep going. Even your, some other stuff that you wrote in here. I was like, whoa, this is a heavy connection for me because it's just a reminder to keep going. And I am here to remind everybody else. Keep going. Keep going. Okay, I'm off Mm. my that's all right. I appreciate that. The energy. Um, it's amazing how God will use different little things like okay, okay, and and, mm-hmm. and then encourages you, and you know what that yeah, is, you know. Sorry. No, you my did. Limit, my limit <laughs> but it's it's refreshing. Um, and and just it's just refreshing to see all of us still moving. That's right. We still going. Mm. We still trying to get this thing done day by day by day. And I appreciate it. Right. So when I missed the meet and greet, I was like, oh my God, are they going to kick me out? <laughs> I'm so grateful. I and mean, you're right. We don't quit, do we, sisters? We don't quit. No, no. We come up with all the right. and then we keep going. That's right. That part. That's right. We it wouldn't matter where we're located. We don't quit. <laughs> we I love it. Up. We keep on trying because that's all you can do. That's all you can do is keep on. I mean, tomorrow is not promised. And if you do get your tomorrow, you have to execute in excellence. Yesterday is gone. You have the moment that you have and still. Okay. So you bumped your head. All right. So now this time, maybe not put the right side of your head, but the left side of your head, but try what you need to try until you get to where you need to be. And being, being, being an, being a black person, first of yeah, all, is, yeah. is, is a trouble, mm-hmm. you know, is an obstacle. Yes. Being a black woman is and even another is obstacle. Yes. Being an entrepreneur is a, yes. so if you keep on adding on and adding on, and I'm not saying our kings don't have their own, because they have, but I'm referring to us as women at this yes. particular point, because yes. that's who we're talking to. And that's what the show, but we have our own set of obstacles. And if you keep putting on one on top of the other, on top of the other, on top of the other one, till they become taller than you. Yeah. You're going to bump your head because you can't yeah. see where you're going. You're blinded. You so are definitely you have, blinded. You have to keep the obstacles down so that you can see where you're going so that you can operate in excellence. That's the recharging. And I think Nakia got some of that today, didn't you, baby? You got some recharging. I did. And then your husband was there, honey. And so that just made it even more amazing going back to the point of needing each other. Yes, we do need each other. We need each other. And sometimes your girlfriend can't recharge you the way you need to be recharged. I mean, about that nourishment. Listen. I mean, you can have good good conversation with your girlfriend. You know, she can sometimes wipe your tears, Mm -hmm. but sometimes, depending upon the situation that you're going through, you need need some head. That too. That too. But you do need the strong arms or the strong environment of a man to say you're going to be okay you need that protector symbol that protection that comforter there to be there for your father's always there for you no matter what time of day no and that's why they say he's married to the backslider because you can fall today and tomorrow you come back and be like god i'm sorry and he'd be like come on in come on in just come Come on on in because i know in two hours you're gonna fall again but i'm gonna Uh let you come on in so you know Uh it's okay but you know, some things you are you need and are required by a man, and that I head agree. is the head is. Baby, when you get the head, that's why I was so blinded, y'all. Yeah. It's so nice. It was so good, and you I was know. like, "Help me, Lord," because this. Yeah. Is- <laughs> 
got toys without a drink. Toys without a drink. Yeah, yeah. I was never a fan of it. Like the whole oral sex thing was not something for me. Like it ain't never really do much for me. I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that's nice. Now give me the D because that's what I came here for. But this particular gentleman, honey, his mouth. Mm, you know, and it was it was taboo because you know Caribbean people we. We no, we not down there. But you know, cause really? but if you get if you get a good stroker and a good header, oh baby, hey, we in business. You hear me? I'm gonna tell you the secret, Woo. honey. When I pray to the Lord. I pray. I be praying for my future husband, right? Here, and I be like, God, make sure that he got good dick and good head, cause you know it's not gonna work if he don't. <laughs> So please, Father, I know you hear me and I know you know my heart. <laughs> you know good well how I feel about that. That be I'd be like, it's an earnest prayer. Like I really be praying that. Like, but you I know, need... I mean, I know we laughing about that, but you I'm do serious. realize you do realize that God does appreciate your honesty and your sincerity. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I want people to really think about it. You you go to God with those insta I don't want to say insufficient, but those la la basking everything's all right i'm just running through the valley of the grass and yes. the sky is blue and the clouds the are white yes are and everything is all right knowing deep inside your heart you're hurting or you mm-hmm. need something mm-hmm. or, or whatever your situation is. but if you really came to god and said god you know, this job I got is not fulfilling me in any capacity. And, yes. you know, you can talk to God with the those and the thous, or you can talk to him like you would talk to your girlfriend. That's you, right. You can talk to him in the corner of the bathroom, or you can talk to him while you driving on the highway. There That's is right. no time or nothing that stops you from talking to God. If you get off this, if you want to go to Sultan and be like, pause. So God, let me tell you what they just right. said really touched me, and I want to talk to you about that. Right, that's right. There is no open or closed door with God. He is never. available to you. never, ever, ever. However, if you come to Him with honest and sincerity about the things that you need, because you got to remember, He's your child. If your t- Toya, if one of your children came and said, "Mom, I am really, really excited about doing here." And yeah. I really want, I don't want to go to college, Ma, but I would like to work with Miss Ann, who works, who lives down the block, who I watch and I be her apprentice. What are you going to say? You're going to have an honest conversation. Now, child, yeah. if this is really what you're going to do, you're going to have to show me how you're dedicated. You're going to have to do your chores. Mm-hmm. However, I'll let you go work with Miss Ann from three to six. Mm-hmm. If they came to you with that dedication, that sincerity, you are going to work. That's the same thing. God, God, don't, sure. God don't want no fakeness from us. He wants the real authentic us and if that is what you need then you need to be honest and authentic because he is your father now he might not give it to you the way you want it and he might not give it to you at the time you want Mm -hmm. but he'll give it to you when he thinks you're rewarded for it at the time that he best feels that you can handle it and complete his kingdom while obtaining the prize that's that it. is the thing. That is the thing. Okay, I'm not gonna preach. I'm sorry. Go ahead and preach. Sis, I'm right here with you. I'm ready to preach the offering. Come on. Come you on. know, but be honest. I, if I, I can't stress nothing else to people about prayer and don't worry about how you're gonna pray, how what to say, how you have to start off the prayer. Just start, God, I need, or God, this is me. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you remember that book, God, this is me again, Margaret. Ooh, I need to find that. 
just be honest with him because he truly does appreciate your honesty and your and I, for single women, you know, he is, um, where is that? It's a scripture in there, how he is more, um, I, I don't remember how it's, but he is more dedicated to the single because he knows the temptations that they mm -hmm. are dealt with on a regular basis. And he mm -hmm. knows that their flesh is weak. And that yes. they, so please, please, please be honest, be honest, and be strong in your Christian, in your, in your spiritual journey. It is a yeah. journey. It you is know, a just, journey. Just like when you're on the road and you're driving in Arkansas, wherever you're going, it's a journey. You have a map and you, you're hoping to stay on the map or the waves or the Google mm -hmm. Maps or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's the same way with God. And if you mm -hmm. bear off a road, just know he's right there willing to get you back on the road right and get you back on where you need to go. I agree 100%. 100%. When I teach my babies, like one of our um, components of our curriculum is prayer. Um, but we very simple and easy i ask them what is prayer they say talking to god that's it <laughs> i don't need y'all to get confused or to be intimidated when you hear people pray and they have these long elaborate prayers i'm one of them kind of people like i go ham but i don't want my kids even if they never step foot in a church building i want them to be very familiar that god is within and that when you pray, you are just having a conversation. And so I'm trying to embed that in them every conversation, every time we meet so that they know that for themselves so that they won't be so like, oh, God is over here at the church on Sunday. No, he's everywhere all the time. Like you said, you can have this conversation anytime we want to. You can turn the music off in the car and just talk to God. But I want them to have that understanding that prayer it's just a conversation. You're just talking to God. So go ahead and let out whatever it is you need to let out. But yeah, honesty, I agree with you 100%. I don't hold no punches with God. Because the point is, he know us anyway. He made us. <laughs> he know your heart. He know what you're really thinking. He know what you really want. Just go ahead and say it. What's the worst that can happen? He won't you know, give I, it to you. But that's sometimes the worst that you, Sometimes you block your own self from getting your own stuff. So... Literally, it's neither like, neither here nor there. I mean, you blocking I mean, you know, yourself. Nothing in your way. You, right. You, or, or what does the good book say? Ask and you shall and you receive. Shall receive. But if you don't ask, then how he gonna know? I mean, you think he just I mean he knows, but you think he just wants to sit there and twiddle his fingers. He likes when you come to and he likes when you ask him to do things that are uh uh and how would you say humanly impossible you know mm. he likes to do those things like because that. why because he's your father i mean what happens as a little girl when your dad does something or buy you a bike what do you do you run outside daddy why? brought me so the same <laughs> thing with god you know god bless me y'all toya and the kia know i will come on here and be like i don't know y'all but god just showed I, because i i know for me it's rewarding for me to know that he did something and I'm a lot mm -hmm. less stressed or something has been taken off my palate or he blessed me in a way that I feel comfort. Yes. And just like he's my father, I'm excited to share because maybe they are going through something or something that they know. You know what? She asked God for that. Well, maybe he maybe might do the same to. thing for. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you have to share the same way you share about bad relationships well, and bad this and bad oh, that and the wings wasn't right and you didn't get your hot sauce. 
you can always share about God. The good news. That's what yeah. we call it. Yeah. Somebody has yeah. two questions. Yeah, I had a couple of questions for you. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, one, um, as it relates to the last relationship that you were talking about, like, what do you think happened that you even were able to get involved in, in the foolery? Like, what, what do you think happened? I think this is good for people, you know, to, to understand. Good. That's yeah. a good question, and I'm glad you asked it. Because yeah. I thought I was ready. I had been separated slash divorced for two years. And I was like, I've been celibate. I've been reading my word. I've been talking to God. We've been having our times together. I feel like I am ready to be in something a situationship a relationship i'm ready for some dick like i'm ready to do that <laughs> and i really thought i was ready like mm -hmm. because i felt like oh that's enough time it's been enough time i'm cleansed out you know what i mean like i ain't had nothing up in here i'm good i'm healthy i'm mentally good i think it's time and i strategically looked for a person who was not in my city because I wanted to keep this <laughs> um, private. And mm. I was like, I sought that out. I wanted privacy. I wanted to be able to go to a different city, have a good time, leave it in that city, and then come on home and be mine. <laughs> so I was like, oh, if I find good, them I getaway escapades. Be <laughs> oh, girl, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Like, <laughs> I'm going to find somebody. And sure enough, honey, I did. I found somebody, all right. But I thought I was ready. And I and that's that's the lesson I learned. That is the I'm so glad you asked that question. That is the lesson that I learned. Do not go before God. Mm. This situation could have been a lot worse. You know mm. what I'm saying? Than what it actually turned out to be because God was still protecting me, even with my own stupid self, you know, thinking that I was ready and this is gonna be great. And then then I caught feelings because that wasn't the plan. We were just gonna have a good time and I was gonna come back home. And I caught feelings and then things started to unravel. But I thought I was ready. And God was like, girl, okay, go ahead. He still protected me. But he's like, go on ahead. You think you're ready? So I'll never go before God. Like when it comes any decision I have to make, I mean, small or large, I'm like, Lord, what you think? I'm going to run it by my father. Hey, what you think? You know, what, what? how you feel about that? And if the answer don't come right away, it's okay. I'm going to wait until I hear what God is saying to me, which keeps me at this very, I'm always like on the edge a little bit, especially with my business. I'm like, oh, where, where, where do you want me to put the building at? And should I do this? And should I do that? Keeps me on edge, but I'm just determined. Like, I, I ain't going before God because it just don't never work. It, it just don't, sis. It don't work. You and end see, up. you said a lot of key points there because you said, I thought I was ready. Mm -hmm. I maneuvered. I picked. I, I, even though you were consulting God, you still, your mentality state was still in the eye yep. and, and, and not in his state of being his child because he yep. would have maneuvered how he wanted you to maneuver at the yep. right time. But it, it happens. And thank you for your honesty and your transparency because sometimes I think people don't understand. Sometimes that way is two, three, four, five years. Sometimes that way is two, three, four, five days. It's when God's timing is aligned for what he wants from the kingdom. So, yeah, I mean, I thank you for your transparency and your honesty. Yeah, I think the, um, the scripture, I think it says something as he'll lead us into all righteousness. Yes. And 
you know, we just, it, that, and that part is really hard for me. There's, I feel like I um, put them in like compartments, like, okay, God, you got that, but I, I kind of got this. And that's just mm-hmm. not how it works because it, it just don't always work out. Yeah, because right. is, is it Proverbs 3 like and five, it's Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. You know, Trust in the Lord. You know, yeah, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean. All your ways. Yeah. And he and he will direct your path. He will direct your path. Not you, but he will direct your path. And sometimes yeah, we, just, we don't right. want we don't want to let him lead. Yeah. To really lean. That's the yeah. hardest part. And right now yeah. I'm just in a place where I'm like, I have I have to follow God. Because if I don't, I think I'm gonna be in a lot of trouble. Because I'm, right. I'm in this transitional space, and if I do not follow the voice of God, I, I think I will be destroyed because that's the enemy's mm. end goal is to mm. destroy you. So I'm like, the leaning, baby, it'll take you, it'll make you feel it's very lonely. I will say that mm. the leaning in to get God's understanding can be very lonely, but as you stated, Janet very rewarding when you gain the revelation and understanding of what God is saying or how he's guiding you. You're like, oh, snap, like, I got it. For me, I'm like, oh, my God, I really just broke that down. Like, the Lord was speaking and I got it. Like, oh, I'm so excited. But who's who out here really excited <laughs> about gaining revelation from God? I don't know too many people who be like, high five, girl. Yes, you got that. Like, I just don't. My mom, for sure, but it's just, it's a lonely place because you you want to share and you want to tell people what God is saying and and sometimes it's not the right time to speak. God is not saying to speak about this situation mm-hmm. right now, but that leaning can be very lonely. It can be very lonely. And see, you, the other thing is that worry and anxiety takes over us because that's yeah. why he tells us, don't worry about tomorrow. Only worry. Yeah, t- we focus, see, what is Matthew 6 and 33? Seek God yes. um, today. Let's focus on today Seek and the moment and yeah, that you have. You can't mm-hmm. worry about the hours too before or yesterday. Yesterday gone. Today is here. Tomorrow will come when it comes. Focus on what you need to focus on yeah. and just, just lean and trust on him. But it is a very lonely place. It it's can a be a place. very scary place because it also scary. can be a dark place of, yes. depending upon what God has to reveal for you for yes. you to get out of that space that you're in. You know, That's you might why. can't meet Mr. Right yes. because of the things that you think is, but he has to do some revealing and breaking Ooh, down child. of you because at the same time, I, I know people always have, women have this problem about the, the um, is it in Ephesians about submitting yourselves to your husband, but if you really submit in the right way, your husband does reciprocate and submit, submit back to you. But we That's just right. think this thing of, I ain't going to submit to no man. But if mm-hmm. you really think about it, it's a bigger picture than yes. that. And it also like enhances that, uh, the relationship. Scripture that you used about not worrying about tomorrow, like take no thought what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink. Um, and I just, I try to remind myself about the scripture that says, yea, the wall walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no, no, no evil. evil. And because God is with me, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. So I, I I, try to comfort myself with the scriptures that say these things because he basically is like, yo, I never say this thing was finna be easy. <laughs> and I know what you're going to experience as a human, which is why I sent my son. I know what you're going to experience, but just trust me. Like you said, like just the leaning in and just the trusting, 
um, I have a therapist. And so when I was in therapy, my therapist was like, yeah, it's in the knowing. And she's like, that's where you find your peace and your comfort, knowing that God is not a man that he would lie. He's mm-hmm. going to come through because he doesn't change his mind about mm-hmm. what he said about you. So it's in the knowing. I just I try to hold on to these little nuggets to keep myself from flipping the hell out and having <laughs> these anxiety, you know, anxious moments because it can definitely get there. And then just being reminded of the promises of God. Like, this is but what if, a- if you think about God in the fullness of it, God yes. was never cool with none of the kings or nobody. <laughs> he, he was hanging out with the with the, the Jesus um, was out here with everybody with the prostitute. Yes, he was. He was ha- out here. With he was the, drinking the, with his yes. Yeah, the tax collectors. He, he was down he was with, the, with them Pharisees. The he Pharisees was down. He was not about that. Come on now. So where do you do you think that he's he's not he don't need the glamorous life. He needs you in your whole state, whatever yeah. state you are in. He needs that person because that is the person that he can have conversation with. That is the person mm-hmm. that can understand. The king is sitting on the throne. He got people serving to him all day long. He, he don't know no problems. But nope. you who is the servant who had to walk three miles Come with the, the apples on your back and no no piece of rag here to cover up this mm-hmm. side of your breast. He <laughs> understands those troubles, those things that you were going through. And heck, yeah. his, out of his 12, they even denied him. So oh, you yes, don't think did. that your father knows who you are? Come on yeah. now. Mm-mm. Yeah. We can get... Me and you can get on this about God. That we have enjoyed. It is now time for our mental health minority month. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to stop y'all conversation, but you were alluding to mental health all during your conversation. So Absolutely. we appreciate that. Um today we got word that Simone Biles took herself out of the Olympics because she was having a mental health moment. Oh and I feel her on that in that sometimes perfection can be hard. Yes. And I, I I personally sympathize with her on that because I try to be perfect in everything that I do. And I know I'm not perfect, but I do try. Yes, yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to say congratulations to her. Yes, yeah. we got a silver medal, but she is still one whole person. Yes. Mm-hmm. All that matters yes. To me. So, you know, sometimes perfection isn't all that it's cracked up to be mm. and you can be perfect in that perfect oh but, but you think about it look okay. at from where she started because they started i mean from the first time she came and her hair wasn't right who cares she's yep. in there to win a race <laughs> yes look at my hair do you think i care mm-hmm. I, I, as long as i'm bathed i'm cleaning a roof over my head i'm not doing nothing illegal yeah so, so she's always had pressure. And then she's a youth at that, if you yeah, think well, about. She's yeah. been going through this for a long time. And yeah. yes, it does make you crash because you have to you have to think about that. For the Olympics, they have to go through certain intensities yeah. for their body, for their mind. They have to have the money. They have to have the resources. Their parent, they need support, so they want their parents or whomever. It's a lot of pressure. It's yeah. not just, I'm just going to go out here and run. <laughs> It, it ain't just that and, and have Whoa, a smile through it all you yeah. have to it's and I mean, I think this olympics were harder on everybody because you couldn't take your family with you so you got no support oh wow and COVID is over there dr- dramatically worse than anywhere else in the world okay I mean, it, it's just 
a powder keg of, of mental anguish. Mm. And so I commend her for saying, I, I know. Yeah, y'all, but I ain't got y'all this time. I know that's right. I can well. I had no idea like all of this was happening, but thank you because I didn't I didn't know, but I agree with you. Sometimes you just gotta bow out gracefully. Bow out gracefully. And I do have one more question before we go. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, it's been a very fruitful conversation. Thank you so much, Danny. So glad that you're here. And to our fruitful viewers, like bananas fruitful. No, let me stop. Okay. To our viewers, <laughs> thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm sorry, Janica. She took so much time, so y'all can answer, ask no questions. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> You know what I'm, I'm sorry, but um, I'm gonna ask one for you. How about that? I'm gonna ask that one for you. <laughs> okay, so Danny, blinded by the D, we all yeah. have children. You know, I think you said your daughter's ten or so, right? Yeah. Um, I would love if we can end this to talking about the conversation we should be having with our children. Mm. So my daughter is ten. My son will be seventeen in September, and. He's a teenager, and so that is a very rocky place trying to have a conversation with him right now. He's in this place of, like, I am almost a man, so you can't tell me anything. Um, and I don't try. I've, I've totally relinquished him to the Lord, honey, mm-hmm. okay? I I'm pray sorry. over him, and I pray for his friends and those who he um, has in his circle. I pray for him. As a teenager, I do. I probably should have had conversation and i have had conversation with him i ain't even gonna play myself like that i've talked to him when he was like 12 about his penis you know um protection being with a girl very open as open as i could be he was grossed out but i was extremely open with him about um his his sexuality and how he wanted to be it boy or girl or whatever it is he wanted to do. I was very open with him at once upon a time, but now he's kind of closed off. So for my 10 year old, she's getting bashful when we start talking about um, sex and her vagina and penises and kissing. She's getting a little bit bashful about it. She's uncomfortable. Like, mom, why are we, why are you talking like that? But suggestion wise, or what we could say is just really, I'm going to be honest listen mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. all we can really do mm-hmm. we can start the conversation hey is there a little boy at school you like you know what i mean or have you had your first kiss yet or you get any feelings on the inside when you know you see a boy we can start the conversation but the biggest lesson that my 17 year old has taught me is to listen when they're speaking now hear me out when they, they generally want to have conversation with you when you're tired and you didn't have enough for the day. And they start out in a very silly manner. They're talking about something on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, but then it will move into this place. And if you're not listening, you will miss it. Mm-hmm. You will miss the opportunity to, to go there because they don't always want to go there. Mm. But that's what I've learned dealing with my 17 year old and my 10 year old and because of that age gap i've gotten some wisdom on parenting so i treat, i do her a little bit different but the best thing you can do is listen mm-hmm. listen don't beat them over the head with the bible mm-hmm. and the scriptures and this is what the lord said there's a way to do it mm-hmm. so when you want to have a conversation about the expectation that god has of us as women to maintain our virginity you know our our state of virginity until we're married it's okay to say that but you gotta 
I'm sorry, y'all, but you got to dress it up sometimes a little bit because they don't want to be beat over the head with the Bible scriptures. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and listen, and listen to what they're saying and grab it. If if it's just a little something like, oh my God, mom, this boy on TikTok, he was so cute. You better grab it. <laughs> oh, well, that's cute. good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so you like boys. Okay. Well, tell me more about them because you want to hear everything. You're trying to empty out their heads. You want to hear everything that they are thinking about. And my daughter's 10, so she has these girlfriends. Oh, mom. So and so said they had a boyfriend. Oh, really? Okay. Well, what's the boyfriend's name? What does he look like? What school does he go to? Do you got a boyfriend? You know what I mean? So grab the whatever you can grab and go and go there. Don't go too far, but go as far as if they're comfortable with and allow them to know that they can trust you with what they're they're going to say. That's what I've learned. That's but this so right good. here, the stuff in the back about the D, I think this is more for like mm, a 13-year-old. Uh, okay. 12, 13, because they're reading. Not all kids like to read anymore anyway. My daughter don't like to read. but either. She don't like to read. She don't enjoy it. I force her to. She doesn't enjoy it. But, um, yeah. but they'll read it with the picture on Instagram. Yes, they will. So you, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You got to give it to them the way they're going to receive it. So or, even or, if or audio of something with a TikTok of you know something. Some yeah, you right. behind it. Yeah, you got to get crafty, and we, the enemy is crafty and cunning. So Ain't we got to get crafty about how we are rearing our our children and what we're saying and what we're doing around them, and they know the difference. They rec- game recognize game. They know what fake look like. Mm-hmm. So I can read this book with my 14 and 15 year old girls. Oh, absolutely. It's okay. When you go to the back, again, it's laced out in scripture. But it's so it's very detailed too. And <laughs> what you might what you might want to do, Toya, I mean, is read it and then come up with some yeah. crafty terms of your own so that when you get to a particular point in the book that you might want to ask a question. Just come up with how they would say it in their particular time, you know. I mean, maybe she's mentioned something about, you know, how you feel as you being beautiful. And then Mm -hmm. you could turn around and be like, so when you get your hair done, does that make you beautiful? Or when you put on a scarf, or is it a certain color that wears that make you beautiful? You know, however you would need to break it down in in your kids' terminology. And then that way you can know, because maybe they might say, I only feel beautiful when I wear the color black. Well, in your mind, you know, black is a dark color. So why yeah. is it that that dark color makes them like feel it. beautiful? So you have to figure out from there, okay? That's a sign for you. And you know yeah. how to readdress that at another time. That doesn't become an attacking session at that moment. Exactly. You just know next time you, you know, you might go in the closet and be like, hey, yeah, you got this, this, and black. Now I see you really do like the color black. You look good is, in black. Yeah, is there something you need to <laughs> want to tell me about the color black? What makes it, you know, is it We're easy because... You know, yeah, I don't have to iron it. It's easy. That could be why they like the color, but but you just have to find your own crafty you, way. You can play a quick game. You can break these like sections down in the back when you talk about the D and just write them on paper, put them in a bowl, do some fish bowl stuff with them, and be like, oh, what you think about that? Like, oh, she said such and such and such and such. It's like I have most bananas start with your mind first, and it's like, what's a banana? What you mean when you say banana? <laughs> Talking about a penis. Toya, you're on mute. Toya, you are on mute. I'm not no more. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> then very quickly, what is the best way for folks to, to contact you for, to, to purchase a book? Is it Amazon or what's Amazon. the best? Okay. Or you can, it's Amazon. That's the best way to get a book. You just go ahead and okay. click on the link in my bio from Instagram. Okay. On Instagram, okay. I'm Danny McLean. The okay. link is there. You just click on the bio, take you right to Amazon and you order the book. Or you can leave me a message and we can chit chat or if you have questions. Instagram is the best way. I have not progressed to this place of link tree and websites <laughs> and all of that. I don't know if I'll ever get there, but yeah, that's the best way. Okay, you will if God say you want to. If God hey. say, girl, go on that link tree set up, hey. I'm But until then, I'm really not working on my own merit right now. I'm just trying to do what does save the spirit of the Lord. All right, all <laughs> right. Speaking of connections and spirits, you know, we all VAs over here, so Janet can definitely help you with that link tree. I'm just saying, she to. told me, mm-hmm. and Nikia too. She was like, Yo, I got you. That's right, I'll be in your DM. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Right on in. Well, so, thank you so much. Yeah, it was thank fun. You. you are welcome. Thank you. We like thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed you, thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed you. We will see you guys next week. Be sure to like, share, subscribe this conversation, of course, because it was the best. And next week, we'll be talking about mindfulness. So come back next week and and join us. Toya. And she's on mute. You're on mute. The kids, you said the best and blinded by the D. Stay with the D's. That's cool. Great. (laughs) All right. Bye, y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Hi, and welcome to Soul to Pulse.